Hey, it's Rohan, back with the, my podcast, and be a breakdown. Uh, we're just going to be doing season preview. So, uh, starting off with the title contenders, the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they've got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Dennis Schroeder, Mark Saul, Montrez Harrell. Uh, they brought back Kyle Kuzma, Tavis Caldwell Pope. They're gonna be up, they're gonna be good. The lineup I could see it being LeBron James at point guard, Dennis Schroeder at shooting guard, either Kyle Kuzma or Contavious Caldwell Pope at small forward, Anthony Davis at power forward, and Marcus Harris, Montrez Harrell at center, or maybe a D will play center and Montrez will play power forward. Not sure how that's gonna go. Um. But yeah, they they're gonna contend. They're defending champs. AD and LeBron have had a year to get to know each other. Uh, Marcus Hall is gonna be kind of a Dwight Howard replacement uh, as a backup center, um, like a veteran backup center who has uh, like experience. Uh, yep. Next up is the Net. They've got a really nice team. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan, uh, Joe Harris. I see their lineup being Kyrie Irving a point guard, Karis LeVert shooting guard, Joe Harris is small forward, Kevin Durant at power forward, and Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan at center. That would work very well. Uh, KD's been looking very good the preseason. I'm happy to see him back. Uh, yeah, there. I can see them going, at least not winning the championship, at least making a really deep playoff run. Uh, KD, like assuming KD and Kyrie stay healthy, they're going to be a very um, dangerous team moving forward. I'm not exactly sure how Karis LeVert will fit in. Uh, Landry Shaman and Joe Harris are going to be nice uh, as, like, 3 and D wings. The next title contender is Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, obviously, they have Giannis. Then they have Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. Uh, yep, uh, so Giannis is going to, like, do Giannis stuff. Then Drew Holiday is going to rack up a lot of assists. And Giannis is going to rack up a lot of points from Drew Holiday assists. And uh, Chris Middleton's going to be a nice second scorer. Uh, similar to like on the... To like the... Uh, the Nets with Kyrie Irving is the second scorer. And... The Giannis will... Giannis will probably... If he doesn't collapse in the playoffs, and I think Drew Holiday is a really nice addition for them. Also got rid of Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, who were great, especially Eric Bledsoe in the postseason. And then the Clippers. Like it or not, they have a contending team. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Lou Williams, Luke Kennard, Serge Ibaka. That's a great team. Uh, their lineup, probably, uh, Luke Kennard, a point guard, Paul George, shooting guard, uh, Kawhi Leonard, small forward, Serge Ibaka, 
either. I'm not exactly sure if Serge Ibaka is going to start, but he probably will. Um, yeah, but they're, they're going to be uh, a really good team next year. Probably a good shot at winning the championship. We now we've got, like, some teams that have, like, lower odds, but could still, like, if they won a championship, I wouldn't be that surprised. Uh, starting off, got the Heat coming off a great and surprising finals run last year. They lost to the Lakers in the finals in six games. But the thing for them is that there's going to be a year older. Butler is going to get to know his teammates better. Uh, Bam's going to be a year older. Uh, Dragic is going to continue to do, like, to mentor, probably mentor Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero is going to be a year older with more experience. Uh, Duncan Robinson, same thing for him. They're just going to be amazing. Uh, I could see them winning the championship. I don't have to get past the Nets and the Bucks, but they could, I guess. Uh, then next up for the lower odds teams, but uh, we got the Celtics. Celtics, they're coming off a conference finals run that ended in by them losing to the Heat. But, I mean, same thing with the Heat. They're like a young team. The same thing with the Heat. They're a young team. Um, They're just going to be a year older. Tracing Tatum, Jalen Brown. Well, Kemba is kind of his prime, but uh, they got Tristan Thompson, which I think is a huge upgrade from Daniel Tice. Yeah, they're like, they're going to be a scary team. Uh, but again, the East has gotten a lot better this year. Uh, then the third lower odds team is the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Daryl Morey, the new GM for the team, has done a lot to improve their team. Uh, he added on like uh, Seth Curry, Danny Green, Dwight Howard. Uh, yeah, they're going to be nice. Uh, Danny Green, in news article, said uh, he'll push Ben Simmons to shoot more. It's kind of funny. Because, uh, you know, Ben Simmons isn't the best shooter. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think they're probably going to make at least the the uh, conference finals, they're, they're, uh, they got Dwight Howard from the experience, probably mentor Joel Embiid, uh, Danny Green and Seth Curry for Ben Simmons to kick it out to, he'll rack up the assists, they'll rack up three-point percentage, and they'll also create a lot more points for the team, um, and... Yep, that's all for the title contenders. Now we got like MVP candidates. First up, we got Giannis Santetokounmpo. He, I'm not sure if he's the favorite, uh, because he's got, because he's won the last two MVPs. He might get voter fatigue where people just don't want to vote for him just because he's won the last two MVPs, but he probably will deserve it next season. Um, so, yeah, it's not, it's not really clear what will happen. Uh, next MVP contender, kind of surprising one, would not have been here last year, uh, Luka Doncic. 
he had having a crazy second season, almost having a triple double, and pushing the Clippers to six games and having a crazy game winner in game four. He he's looking to have another great season, and he made the first team All NBA last year. So if he continues, he'll probably be like an MVP finalist. Last year he was fourth in the voting, I believe. He's ahead of AD, but behind uh, Harden. Um, he's gonna also if, if his team does better, if Porzingis stays healthy, uh, they got Josh Richardson, who was an excellent, uh, which was an excellent trade. Uh, they also got James Johnson. He's gonna be nice. Uh, yeah, then third. Candidate is LeBron James. Uh, he. I'm not too sure if he's gonna win it though. He's probably more focused on the playoffs and the regular season, but he could just uh probably sit out some games. Seventy two game season probably sit out like at least early games. Uh, you know he's old, but he gets tired faster. Uh, they probably want to save his energy for the playoffs. Uh, Frank Vogel want to save his energy for the playoffs. But, you know, they could... I, I could see him winning MVP. Uh, then, next, our last uh, candidate, uh, James Harden. Not too sure what's going on with him. He might even get traded before the trade deadline. I have no idea what's going to happen with him. Nets, Bucks, Heat, 76er. I don't know, but he. If he, like, continues to average, like, 33 plus points per game, uh, and just his team does a little bit better, like, than the fourth seed, like they did last year, they might actually. Uh, he might actually win MVP. It's kind of crazy. Ah, uh, then. The lower odds players, but that wouldn't be that much of a surprise. First one is Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, but Kawhi is a superstar. It's, it's kind of crazy to me that he's never won an MVP. I feel like he does deserve it. Deserve one though. Uh, yeah, so he could win it. Uh, plus, he he'll have the motivation. After the Clippers collapsed last year, he will definitely want to prove himself. And then our next lower odds player is Damian Lillard. Uh, yeah, he went, he went absolutely insane in the bubble. Uh, he put up 61 points. I can't remember if it was one or two separate games, but still, putting 61 points, putting up 61 points in the game is still crazy. Yeah, um, if he continues to go off, uh, he could actually win MVP. And then our third lower odds player is Nikola Jokic. Um, he just had a great season, average seven more than seven assists. Uh, he's gonna be nice. Uh, also led the Nuggets to the conference finals. They beat the Clippers. Somehow, uh, yeah, Jabal Murray was also a big part of that. But, yeah, I could, I could see him winning MVP. 
Like if he puts up like twenty four points, nine rebounds, seven seven or eight assists, I could see him winning MVP. Uh, and then our last low rod player is Kevin Durant. Um, he would be a lock, but we're just unsure because of his Achilles injury. He has looked great in the preseason, but we're just not sure yet because because of his uh injury. He has to play a full season and prove himself. And maybe if he plays the first half of the season and like looks like himself again, he probably would be a MVP, legit MVP candidate. But for right now, I can't put him there yet. He's still a lower Uh Now for the Rookie of the Year award. Uh, there aren't really lower odds people. Just mostly just front runners. There's Anthony Edwards. Um, he the number one overall pick. He could. He might have more of a defensive role than an offensive role. And also, but uh, because they already have D'Angelo Russell and Carlton Towns, and they need more defense than they do offense. So uh, I could see him. Like, maybe not, like, doing too well on offense, focusing on defense. Not winning the rookie of the year. Or, I could see the Timberwolves just forgetting about defense and just trying to score a lot of points. And he could just be super good on offense and win uh, rookie of the year. Not sure. And next up is James Wiseman. He'll probably be, like, the best lot... His the Warriors will probably have the best record out of any lottery team last year. Uh, so he'll have the team success advantage. Uh, he'll probably I could see him averaging like two blocks per game, maybe like fourteen points in two blocks a game. Um, probably he will probably start unless Marquis Chris starts over him. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna have the team success advantage. Also, be a great rebounder for the Warriors. He's team like fourteen and seven. And then our third rookie of the year uh, candidate is Lamelo Ball. I see him averaging like more assists than points. Honestly, his flashy passes have been crazy. If you haven't seen him, go watch some highlights. Third state. Uh, the only knock about his rookie of the year case is that the Hornets already have Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier, so we're not sure about that. We'll probably start Devontae Graham at the shooting guard, and then I'm not sure if they would start uh, Amelo over Terry. They probably would. That's what I would do, but I'm not sure what they would do. Um, yeah, so Lamelo Ball. Probably gonna have more system points. And our next rookie of the year candidate, Isaac Coro. Uh, he's gonna probably have to. He's a great defender. We know that. So he's gonna be a great defender. But I think he'll also have an offensive role because the Cavs are just awful on both ends. So he might have to play like he have a bigger role than like James Wiseman because. The Warriors have a lot of good players. So he'll have a bigger role. 
So if he can play well on offense and defense, I can see him rookie of the year. And then our last rookie of the year candidate, uh, Killian Hayes. The only reason he's up here is because the Pistons are a complete disaster. Uh, yeah. If they had kept Christian Wood, he probably wouldn't be up. But he's going to have to... I guess the other reason he's up here is because they announced that he would start over Derrick Rose. Uh, which makes sense to me. Derrick Rose is probably going to be used as a mentor more than like a, like a, a scorer for the team. He's going to benefit from uh, being mentored by a former MVP in Derrick Rose. So I think he will... Yep, he'll be like Lamelo Ball. I'm not saying I'll have more assistant points, but he'll get a, he'll get a lot of assists. Uh, like to Jeremy Grant and Mason Plum and stuff. And lastly, we've got teams to watch out for. So first team is the Atlanta Hawks. They have nine new additions to their team. They they added nine players in the offseason. That's crazy. Uh, they tried to improve their team because Trey Young was kind of getting uh, bad at how bad they were. Uh, and uh, here's an interesting stat. They, Trey Young scored 24% of the Hawks' points last season. That's crazy. They really need somebody else. Yeah, so they brought in like Rajon Rondo, Chris Dunn, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, like players like that. Um, yeah, they're gonna be nice. I think they'll be a playoff team. And then also the Suns, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. That is scary. And then also DeAndre Ayton might really benefit from Chris Paul because he'll be getting a lot of points from Chris Paul assists. I wouldn't be too surprised if he was an All Star. So. Um, another team to watch out for the Warriors. Everyone's been saying it's over for them. They lost Clay, but Steph Curry, Kelly Oubre, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Draymond Green, and James Washington—that's a pretty good lineup. They could probably be like a fifth or sixth seed. Uh. Yeah, probably maybe make the second round. Not too sure. Uh, last year about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, they're going to be nice. They got a big three. Well, we don't know if Fancy Adams could be good yet. But uh, they got a big three of Anthony Edwards, Conte Towns, and Angelo Russell. That's going to be great. Uh, it's got a combination of offense. Uh, and defense, I guess the defense is only in Anthony Edwards, but still, they're gonna, they're gonna be good. Uh, I think I could see them making the playoffs. I'm not too sure if they will. Maybe they'll be like a an eighth seed to tenth seed range. And keep in mind, this season is a playing tournament, so if they're the tenth seed, they can still make the playoffs. Because what happens is the seventh and the eighth seed play. Whoever wins that gets the seventh seed, and then ninth and tenth seed play. Whoever wins that faces the winner of the 7th and 8th seed game. And then whoever wins that gets the 8th seed. So, if they win both their games as a 10th seed, then they could still make the 8th seed. 
So, um, that's all I have for you today. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you in my next episode. Bye.